This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better as Freddie and Harry. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. I appreciate you joining us on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and also your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Ten minutes away, give or take a minute or two. The biggest questions and the biggest answers regarding divisional playoff weekend, two games on Saturday. Baltimore hosting Houston, San Francisco hosting Green Bay, two games on Sunday, Detroit hosting Tampa Bay, and the big one of the weekend, Buffalo hosting Kansas City. We got questions and answers about each and all four of those games. That happens your way in about 10 minutes. But, hey, Raiders, bravo. Las Vegas Raiders, take a bow. Because unlike two years ago, when you had a coach that players wanted, in Rich Passaccia, taking over John Gruden after you moved on from him, that same team that got to the playoffs, and you decided, you know what? I think it's the time to give Josh McDaniels another opportunity, which led to weeping and gnashing of teeth of people in Las Vegas. Two years later, Antonio Pierce, who did a terrific job at the your team started three and five, the players said, hey, that guy should be the head coach. He knows what it means, what this organization is supposed to be. And according to Adam Schefter, they are now finalizing a deal to hire him to be the full-time head coach when it comes to Antonio Pierce of the Las Vegas Raiders. Sometimes it's okay to just do the right thing and what's best for your football team. And I, and I believe in this case, this is what's best for the Las Vegas Raiders. You talk about a guy in Antonio Pierce who played the game at a high level. He's been able to coach it at a high level, coached in college. So he understands these young athletes when they're coming into the National Football League and understands also how to embrace them, how to talk to them. But he, he, he's gone through with all those players on his football team yep. uh, are going through currently, right? So he, he can relate to them in every way possible. He grew up a fan of the Raiders. So no one embodies what it means to be a Raider, I would say, more than a guy named Antonio Pierce. Yeah, they, and trust, Freddie. Uh-huh. Trust is everything. When you hear players like Max Crosby say the things that they say about, you know, Antonio Pierce. When you hear Devontae Adams say the things that they say about Antonio Pierce, that matters, man. That trust factor, those players being able to trust the leader, the guy in charge, they can go to him about everything, uh, anything, and, and not have to worry about, okay, it's getting leaked to the media here and there. You, you're yeah. getting a down-to-earth coach, a guy that, you know, I think actually deserves the job as well. The minute that they beat Kansas City on Christmas Day, they should have just hired him full-time and called it a day. Mm-hmm. Because the Raiders hadn't done that probably since the Clinton administration. See, now that was the last time they beat the Kansas City Chiefs, <laughs> home or away. The minute that that happened, they should have just given him that contract right then and there to finally beat that football team. And, yeah, I know they lost to the Colts only by three points the next week. Then they beat the Broncos at the end of the year. But they won three out of their last four games, including a 63-21 to win over the Los Angeles Chargers that sent Brandon Staley off into the center when it comes to that. If anybody can represent your team that right way, a guy who played, it was a no-brainer for the Las Vegas Raiders. And the fact that I'm sure they had him go through the process, smart thing to do. You want to make sure that it's not something that on the surface you think is right. You got to make sure you go behind the guy and get in touch with that guy. They were able to do that. And by making this choice, now maybe just maybe the Raiders can start being the Raiders 
and not just the Raiders. Like we've seen with that team for like the really last five, six, seven years. Yeah, and I really want to take this a step further for the Las Vegas Raiders, and I want to see what they're going to do with their GM position because there's a guy that's the interim GM right now named Champ Kelly, mm-hmm. who I am very, very high on. I, I'm a huge fan of you know what he's been been able to do throughout his career, and I believe that he deserves that job and his first opportunity to be, yeah. you know, a uh, 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 head GM for a football team, not interim, but GM, the title, you know, from the jump of, of, of this thing that's starting for Antonio Pierce. So those two guys can be able to work together and build the best roster possible moving forward for Mark Davis and the Raiders organization. Well, they're having conversations with him, as a matter of fact, which means that right now they're just crossing T's and dotting I's. Only a matter of time for where they take that interim tag off of him and make him the full-time GM to go to the full-time coach, according to Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL Insider. The Las Vegas Raiders are finalizing a deal to make sure Antonio Pierce is going to be the head coach and not just the interim head coach. Speaking of coaching news, when it comes to coaching carousel, could we have a Kirk Cousins, Bill Belichick team with the fighting Harry Douglases, known as the Atlanta Falcons? Now, Bill Belichick is going to have his second interview this weekend, and I guess they're taking him everywhere where people serve you and you don't have to get to get your own food. There'll be no salad bars. There'll be no asking for free refills. They're going to bring that to you, Bill Belichick, <laughs> having that second interview with the Atlanta Falcons. To me, it seems more than likely that's going to be the next head coach of the team that Harry Douglas rooted for as a kid and played for in the National Football League part of his 10-year career. But how about Kirk Cousins? maybe joining forces with Bill Belichick when he, as a free agent quarterback, was on CBS Sports when Bill Belichick's name was brought up, Kirk Cousins said. Yeah, great respect for him as a coach, um, like everyone else in pro football. I mean, if you go to that many Super Bowls, win that many Super Bowls, go to that many conference championship games, um, you know, have the defensive production that he's had for years and years, it says it all. And um, we played him last year on Thanksgiving night, and once again, I, I noticed several times what he did coverage-wise was challenging and it was different. And um, you always know when you play him that you're kind of looking over your shoulder wondering if what you're seeing is correct because you know he usually is going to break the mold and do something different. And uh, that's part of what has made him a great coach. Yeah. Would you ever play for him if you got a chance? I'm not going to turn down an opportunity to play with a you know future Hall of Fame coach, but uh We'll have to see where March leads. It's just a lot of unknowns right now. All right, Harry Douglas, as you're trying to stop laughing, I don't know why, but I'm just going to leave that alone as far as that goes. <laughs> what do you think about that? Bill Belichick and Kirk Cousins potentially together with your Atlanta Falcons. I'm laughing because I'm so tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> when I've witnessed what I've witnessed the last few years uh, with the Atlanta Falcons organization and the inconsistency from the quarterback position, listen, I would take Kirk Cousins as quick as anyone can say his name because it's a major upgrade, in my opinion, at the quarterback position for the Atlanta Falcons. And it wouldn't hurt to have a veteran quarterback of his caliber uh, being able to – lead the young players on this offense that they actually have. Yeah. And I also believe in Kirk Cousins because we give him a lot of grief and, and there's times I gave him a lot of, you know, I talked about him a lot too. But at, at the same time, when you just look at his career and eight full seasons as, as a starting quarterback, and I know he's been in the league longer than that, but the eight full seasons he started at quarterback, seven of those seasons he's thrown for over 4,000 yards. 
And there's a reason why Justin Jefferson would vouch for Kirk Cousins because he's consistent in some of the things that he does. Mm -hmm. And when I look at the Atlanta Falcons, if they would have had – didn't even have to be consistent. If they just would have had decent quarterback play yes. the last two years, they would have made the playoffs and they would have been able to win the NFC South. So Kirk Cousins, and, and you look at a guy in Bill Belichick, I trust him even more with a veteran quarterback, mm-hmm. more so than I do a young buck. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. And look at the talent that you have with Drake London, a wide receiver. You got Kyle <laughs> Pitts, a tight end. You got those two running backs with Robinson and Algier. You got a bunch of guys on defense that – they made things a lot difficult for plenty of teams in the NFL, but the offense was not able to hold it into the bargain. If you believe you're a quarterback and coach away and you can put those two together when it comes to Bill Belichick and Kirk Cousins, who would not turn down a chance to play for a guy like that, who loves quarterbacks like Kirk Cousins, that will protect the football, get the ball to your playmakers, and also you can do so many different things with him, that would make all the sense in the world for the fighting Harry Douglas of the Atlanta Falcons to make sure those two are together with his football team. And for, for Freddie, for me, for Kirk Cousins to, you know, say what he said in that interview, mm-hmm. right, with CBS after, you know, early in the year coming on with us on um, Freddie and Harry talking about the trade rumors and how locked right. in and focused he was on Minnesota. I, I, I can't take that lightly when he's talking about a guy who is deemed as the greatest coach of all time and Bill Belichick and how he's been able to win. When Kirk Cousins said, I mean, I don't know if I can pass up an opportunity to play for a guy named Bill Belichick. Right. That holds weight in my opinion. It's going to be really strange seeing Bill Belichick on the sidelines without Patriot gear on, but that's where we are with him and that organization. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. If you're looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay, and benefits, and at one of the country's top workplaces, you better join the growing team by going to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Got some questions I want answers. NFL questions and answers. Oh, baby, give me everything you got. With Freddie and Harry. We got some questions and answers for NFL Divisional Playoff Weekend. Two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. You got the Baltimore Ravens hosting the Houston Texans. Green Bay Packers hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Those games on Saturday. I said Green Bay at San Francisco. That's on Saturday. Then on Sunday, Detroit hosting Tampa Bay. And the big one of the weekend, Buffalo hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. So where do we start? At the beginning. The Houston Texans at the Baltimore Ravens. Right, Harry Douglas with this game. You got the Houston Texans team feeling pretty good about themselves after the beatdown that they put on the Cleveland Browns last week. We know the Baltimore Ravens. They have the top seed in the AFC. They got that number one spot. What do you know and what do you want to see? I know this is an opportunity for Lamar Jackson to get to the next step. The next step is an AFC championship game somewhere he hasn't been yet throughout his career. And if you get to an AFC championship game, now you have an opportunity to potentially play and get to the Super Bowl. Is where, and that's a place where you, where you want to be if you're Lamar. Now, what I need to see in this ball game from both offenses, Freddie, mm-hmm. And both quarterbacks, how are these guys and these offenses going to be able to handle the blitz? In in their first matchup, which was the first game of the year, and I know that was a long time ago, both of these offenses struggled against the blitz of the the opposing team defense. So I want to see how both of these guys and both of these offenses fare up against the blitz this time around because we know it's coming. Here's what I know. The Baltimore Ravens are going to score. They have a (laughs) plus 203 point differential in the single season. 
Only eight teams were better than that in the history of the National Football League. They were plus 203 in points differential when they played 17 games. The Ravens are going to skull. That's what I know. What do I need to see? If the Houston Texans can keep up. Putting up a 45 spot in the Cleveland Browns at home, that was impressive. But just like this Baltimore Ravens team you play early in the year, they're better and so are the Houston Texans. If this game is a firefight, do the Houston Texans have enough where they can keep up and maybe beat the Baltimore Ravens? That's what I can't wait to see. The Green Bay Packers at the San Francisco 49ers. Between the number one seeds, that's what the San Francisco 49ers are. They're trying to win the, make the 19th conference championship game appearance. The next close are the Pittsburgh Steelers with 16. And also, by the way, the 49ers have won six straight divisional playoff games, tied for the second longest streak since the merger in 1970. The Pages hold that record with eight straight. Harry, what do you know? What do you want to see? I know Jordan Love at the quarterback position, even though he had a solid regular season, he put a lot more people on notice in this matchup against the Dallas Cowboys last week, throwing for 272 with three touchdowns, 16 for 21, throwing off one leg, throwing off two legs, hitting the dirt and the whiskey on the football field, Uh not the basketball court. That's what I know. What I want to see in this matchup is can the Green Bay Packers and their defense contain the run game, number one, but also can they contain those skill position players of the San Francisco 49ers because at any given moment, those guys can take a one-yard pass for a 60-yard run. I know Devin Kane. Go ahead and clap because I said that. <laughs> and he did. He gave you kind of a golf clap, but he really didn't mean it as far <laughs> as that goes. Here's what I know. Both of these quarterbacks, I expect to play well. I know that you got a second-year player in Brock Purdy, and you got Jordan Love, a third-year player. Even with both of those defense, especially 49ers defense, both of these guys are not going to be scared. Both of these guys clearly understand that the better they play, the better it's going to be for their football teams, even though the running game has to have the, help the quarterback. I believe both of these guys, Brock Purdy on one side for San Francisco and Jordan Love on the other side for Green Bay, are going to play well. That's what I know. What do I need to see? Speaking of Mr. Purdy, Brock Purdy. He said how different things are when it comes to this year compared to last year's rookie season. I feel like it's a little different, you know, just last year, you know, still trying to find my way in a sense. Um, you know, I got thrown in towards the end of the year. And and so every single week I was, you know, still trying to play good and, and learn, you know, who I was as a quarterback and, and obviously get more familiar with playing within the system. So those are all things that were sort of on my plate last year. And, and then um, obviously trying to win every single week and get this team to the to the end. Um, and so now I guess this year just being more familiar with the offense, who I am, and all that. Um, it's, a little, it's a little different, but it's good to sort of, you know, watch the games from last year and sort of remember, you know, just the, the feeling and the emotions of, you know, playing in a playoff game. Um, it's, it's good. It's, it's, you know, huge for me as a quarterback to, you know, go back to those moments and sort of remember what it feels like. So um, those are things that I'm sort of banking on. Just like our producer Devin Kane, I got to see it. Because last year, he didn't play well against the Dallas Cowboys, but his team won. Then he got knocked out by the Philadelphia Eagles the next week. So that's what I need to see. What kind of Brock Purdy, as in Purdy Brock Purdy, that we're going to see having the number one seed with the San Francisco 49ers. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, giving you NFL questions and answers regarding the divisional playoff weekend in the National Football League. We talked about the two games on Saturday. Texans at Ravens, 4.30 Eastern time on ESPN and ABC. Then Packers at 49ers, that game at 8.15 Eastern time on Fox. We moved to Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Detroit Lions. You got two quarterbacks in this game singing this song. Redemption songs. Comes to Baker 
Baker Mayfield, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Jared Goff of the Detroit Lions. They've been able to revitalize their careers. Jared in Detroit, Tampa Bay having that happen for Baker Mayfield. What do you know? What do you want to see? What I know is in the regular season when these two teams faced off that the Detroit Lions only rushed for 40 yards. Yes, people, Ooh. I said that correctly. But here's what a lot of people wouldn't tell you is that David Montgomery got hurt early in that ball game, so he didn't finish it. And Jameer Gibbs didn't play because of a hamstring injury. So I think those two guys are going to be able to rush the football in this matchup. Now, what I want to see is can Baker Mayfield, the guy who's trying to redeem and show that he's still a starting quarterback in the National Football League and can continuously win playoff games. Can he do what he did last week versus an easygoing secondary of the Detroit Lions? He threw for 337 and three touchdowns. Could have been more. Right. My boy Mike Evans didn't yeah. drop a couple balls. Yes, he did. And also Cade Otten wouldn't have dropped a couple balls. Mm-hmm. But I want to see can Baker Mayfield have two back-to-back solid games in a playoff setting, one in which this week it's going to be crazy at Ford Field. The crowd not going to be on your side like it was on your side down there in Tampa. Right. You got to go on the road. Can you do it, Baker? Well, Baker Mayfield, we know that any kind of slight that he feels coming from somebody else, oh, he hears it. And he does not just let it go. Check out what he had to say about C.J. Gardner-Johnson, Detroit Lions cornerback, saying the Bucks would be a good team if they had a real quarterback. Um, I don't think he's really watched film because uh, he mentioned Russell Gage. You know, we love Russell, but Russell hasn't played a snap all year for us. Um, he must be going off the preseason stuff that the media was talking about. But he didn't play our first game, so I'm excited to see him. I think he's a really good player. Um, he has been for a while, and he's been an impactful guy on every team he's been on. So he, he's uh, he's a good player, but. Yeah, he's got to do a little bit more. That's what he said on the outside. On the inside, he was saying, I'm going to light that behind up with my wide receivers. That's what I know. Baker Mayfield was throwing the ball at least 40 to 45 times. And a lot of that will be in the direction of C.J. Gardner when it comes to what he heard and what he's going to try to do. That's what I know. What do I need to see? If Tampa Bay can stop the running game of the Detroit Lions and force Jared Goff to beat them. Don't be surprised to see five defensive linemen and Harry Douglas still laughing about it when Tampa will line up against the Lions offensive line with five guys to take away that running game because they trust the defensive backs in the secondary will keep their wide receivers quiet. That's what I can't wait to see, how if they can stop the running game, how Jared Goff is going to react to that. You going to be okay? I'm laughing because <laughs> I love the way Baker responded. Uh-huh. Baker said, well, mm, maybe he need to watch the right film or watch more film because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Russell Gage hasn't played all year for yeah. us. I just love the way he responded in that manner. But well, I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. What I know in this football game is that Patrick Mahomes is the standard for the quarterback position in the National Football League. Right. What I want to see, I want to see how that Buffalo Bills defense okay. is going to fare up with a lot of guys uh, probably missing. You know, Buffalo's yeah. already ruled out some guys. It might be some more mm-hmm. uh, before the uh, game actually starts. So I want to see how that, buff- that defense is going to be able to fare up with some missing, p- missing pieces. Yeah, you mentioned that game. The Kansas City Chiefs at the Buffalo Bills. Third straight year in the playoffs that these two are meeting. The first time they're meeting in Buffalo, Patrick Mahomes playing a road game for the first time in his NFL career in the playoffs. Here's what I know. Something wacky is going to happen that people will be talking about on Monday. It always seems to happen with these two. It could be a regular season game. It could be a playoff game. But something weird and eerie is going to be part of the end result, no matter who wins this game between both of those two. That's what I know. What do I need to see? Uh Uh-oh. How the Buffalo defense is banged up as they are. Two guys still in question that may not play. One a concussion protocol, the other one dealing with a leg injury. 
how will they be able to stand up? Because if Kansas City, if they find an advantage and they can take advantage of it and keep the defensive line of Buffalo Bills out of the backfield by running the football and making plays down the field, I want to see how the Buffalo defense that has been beaten up and bandaged up, but it still played at a pretty good level after losing so many different guys. I want to see if they're not able to control Patrick Mahomes. What adjustments will they have to make to make sure this game does not get away from them with Patrick Mahomes and that defense of the Kansas City Chiefs playing at an elite level that we've seen pretty much all day long from Kansas City? I can't wait to sit down and talk for a minute. Be in well Buffalo done. and see who win it. Look at you, Mr. Mr. Ryman Simon over there. <laughs> Harry Dugs will be in attendance at that game. Will he be on the sidelines? Nah. No, no, Harry no, Dugs no. like, uh-uh-uh. I'm gonna, he's going to be up in a luxury suite. I'm sure he'll have a Buffalo wing or two. There may be a brewski or two involved that comes in a dull beverage. But either way. A I mean, brewski or two? Okay, Man, I'm, I'm we just, going to, I'm going to the hard liquor. It's cold. Oh, you're going, I'm to, going the, to you're going I'm to the brown going liquor. Tequila. I'm going to tequila. Oh, boy, he's going strong. Going yeah, she's going to she gonna, she gonna be my best friend on Sunday. Remember, you, you want to make sure that you're not the bottom of that bottle fighting the worm for <laughs> position when it comes to that tequila bottle. That's why that good time that's going to be had. Like we mentioned, two games on Saturday. You have Green Bay and San Francisco. That's, that's a late game. Baltimore hosting Houston. That's an early game on Saturday. Then on Sunday, Detroit hosting Tampa Bay. And then Buffalo hosting Kansas City, part of NFL Divisional Playoff Weekend. But which quarterback has the most on the line this weekend? Harry Delgas has his guy. I have my guy. Which guy is yours in terms of the quarterback that has the most on the line this weekend in the NFL Divisional Playoffs? Join the conversation right now. Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776 on the Freddie and Harry call-in line. Which quarterback has the most on the line this weekend on NFL Divisional Playoff Weekend? 888-729-3776. Your calls will be heard next on Freddie and Harry. And this is ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. It is a Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us. Presented by Progressive Insurance on Sirius XM Channel 80. And also tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio and protect your home and auto. You can save when you bundle. How do you do that? By getting a quote at Progressive.com. You're in the mood, aren't you? I came now because I want you. I wish people could have seen you. Keep singing. Come on. Give Tyree some some help there. See, this reminds me of middle school. Okay. I never, but I must admit that I kind of like. So, baby, if you had the time, Kim could talk about you being mine. Would you be mine? We get more and more behind the curtain of Harry Douglas each and every day on this show. <laughs> middle school, man. Yeah. I was in middle school. I know. Jonesboro Middle School. I was on the bus uh-huh. playing this in my little Walkman, right. and I leave the rest there. Hey, thank you. I was beyond middle school by then. I was a full grown. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was grown man, dog. Long when, when this all came out, <laughs> I was long out of middle school as far as that goes. But when it comes to NFL and middle school, no one can be in the middle this weekend. When you got quarterbacks along the lines of C.J. Stroud in Houston, Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, Jordan Love in Green Bay, Brock Purdy in San Francisco. Then on Sunday, Baker Mayfield at Tampa Bay, Jared Goff with Detroit, and of course Josh Allen of Baltimore, and Patrick Mahomes at Kansas City. Which quarterback has the most on the line this weekend? We'll hear you have to say in a couple of minutes at Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776 on the Freddie and Harry call in line. But Harry, who is that dude? You say to yourself, better produce or else. Or else, my friend, or else. Josh Allen. It's Josh Allen for me because he's going up against a guy that he's 0-2 against in the playoffs. Also, when you look at Patrick Mahomes, he is the standard from the quarterback position, and he has been since becoming the starter for the Kansas City Chiefs. You're talking about a guy who's won two Super Bowls, three Super Bowl appearances, won two regular season MVPs. You look at Josh Allen, and you're going against a Mahomes-led Kansas City Chiefs football team, and this is the most beatable that Kansas City um, has definitely been since these two quarterbacks have been facing off against one another. Plus, you have them in your backyard. Okay. You, you want to win this football game, of course, for yourself, for the name on your front and the name on the back of your jersey, the fans. Um, but you want to win it because you have an opportunity to advance to an AFC championship game, and then that's an opportunity to get to the promised land. What's the promised land? Right. The opportunity to win a Super Bowl. See, Buffalo in their history, they've been there. They've been there, right? Jim Kelly and company, mm-hmm. they, they, they weren't able to win it. With Josh Allen, if he's able to get there, you don't be satisfied. You're always thankful. That's what I always tell people. Never be satisfied. Always be thankful. Right. But you want to complete the task. This is another step in that process. You can say the same thing about Lamar Jackson, a man who's about to win his second MVP in the National Football League before the age of 27. The last time that he was a number one seed in the playoffs, they flamed out against the Tennessee Titans, a team you played for, one of the two teams you played for in your NFL career. This is the best offense that he's had since he's been in the National Football League. He kept telling everybody who was somebody, you give me some weapons on the outside and watch me work. Well, boy, did we watch him work, especially the last 
10 weeks of the regular season. This offense kept getting better and better and better. Even when they did not have Mark Andrews, they didn't slow down. Even they lost their rookie running back, Keaton, who was out for the season. They still didn't slow down. Anytime that they tried to cut off the head of the snake that was Lamar Jackson, he just kept doing his thing and leading the way. You can't allow a C.J. Stroud as terrific he's been in his rookie season. And that Houston Texans team that is well-coached D'Amico Ryans, you can't allow them to come into your building and be the reason why they lost, by, be the reason that they won and by the reason that they lost. If you're Lamar Jackson, I want to see that Lamar Jackson in the playoffs that I really haven't seen compared to the Lamar Jackson I've seen in the regular seasons have big-time games and big-time performances, but he's 1-3 in three as a starting quarterback in the National Football League when it comes to the playoffs. This is a massive game for Lamar Jackson. Freddie, you laid a lot of the things out on the line, but I think the thing that stands out to me the most is that you have the number one seed again for mm-hmm. a second time. You're going yeah. to win that MVP award for a second time. Um, I, I don't see there's no way he, he's not going to win it, but you have the best offense, like you mentioned, that he's always had. The offensive coordinator and Todd Munkin, you and him are in rhythm. Y'all guys are, are synchronized together in what you want to do and how he wants to, you know, put you in the best positions to be successful right. along with other players amongst that offense. So this is a perfect opportunity for Lamar Jackson. I say both guys, Lamar Jackson yep. and Josh Allen, right, yep. mm-hmm. to, to, to have that breakthrough. Hold on, change is coming. <laughs> Perfect so, opportunity for both of these guys. Uh, no doubt. So those are our choices for the quarterback that has the most on the line this playoff week and the NFL Divisional Playoff Weekend. When it comes to Josh Allen, that's Harry Douglas's choice, the Baltimore, the Buffalo Bills quarterback. My choice, Lamar Jackson, the Baltimore Ravens, as the quarterback that has the most on the line this weekend. Let's hear from Y-O-U at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. He's become one of our favorites. He is the man called the Wolf in Virginia. Wolf, who, what quarterback has the most on the line this weekend and why? How about a respectful greeting, a little 3-2-1 howl? <laughs> <laughs> We're here yeah, for you, brother. I love, I love the improv, man. <laughs> and it's, there's a lot of M's in this. There's a lot of M's going on for Lamar Jackson, who I select. It's self-reliant. He's been analyzed. He's been criticized. And now he's going to mesmerize the opposition with his talent. I have to get behind that kid. He's man, I should say, of course, in that slot position because he's he's made it on an independent uh, lifestyle. Let's think about what he's gone through. Secondly, I'd like to get back into the M's, mm-hmm. and that is uh, uh, M for a guy named Steve Marriott because you have a gentleman there that loves to sing. I'd like to bring something into the uh, fray, if you don't mind, on those cold game days, you're going to need some coffee. And there's a guy named Steve Marriott, if you look it up, <laughs> right. who's sung a beautiful tune that will keep everybody warm if you decide to go in that direction. And lastly, we don't use the M word where I come from. Uh, uh, M as in those fans that are up there in that crew that decided to call themselves the something. <laughs> so we're going to pass on that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to ask you one last thing, and uh-huh. that is the question of all. Which team has the most momentum entering into these contests? Ooh, that's a good question. Buffalo Bills. Okay. Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. All right, I'm going to say the Houston Texans by what they did to Cleveland Browns and their quarterback, what they were able to accomplish when no one thought that they could go in there and do that to that defense. 
they put up like a 45 burger against the Cleveland Browns and 14 held by the defense. But still, that offense put up 31 points against that defense and Miles Garrett and those guys. So I'll choose the Houston Texans in terms of that kind of momentum. Second would be the Green Bay Packers, what they did against the Dallas Cowboys and Jordan Love and how they were able to take that team apart all over the place. Offense, defense, special teams, you name it. Sweden, Arizona, which quarterback has the most on the line this week in the NFL playoffs and why? Hey, great show as always, guys. Thank uh, you, brother. Josh Allen, I think, he has something to prove to get the monkey off his back. But I would tell you there will be two headlines on Monday from the Chiefs-Bills game. One is that it will say Allen and the Bills edge the Chief with DeMar Hamlin making an interception to end the game. And Harry lands a backup singer role with Taylor Swift after a post-game meetup. <laughs> Outstanding. That's what I I'm love talking. It. Taylor, I need to get paid now. Uh, you, well, you can't, can't do it for free. Yeah, you can't know. shortchange me. No, you can't do that for free. I'm a businessman. Make sure you and make sure you're in business, man. When it yeah. comes to that, yeah, you can't be doing volunteer work. Taylor Swift's got enough money; she can pay and, you. If all our listeners that are just joining us right now, listen, my daughter is a Taylor Swift fan. So when she heard she's seven years old, my baby girl Harrison, uh-huh. she's very upset with me right now because I'm not taking her up to this game. Baby mm-hmm. number one is cold, right? But she said, "Well, Daddy, I went with you to Buffalo before in December when it was cold when I was a baby." And I was like, girl, don't talk back to your father. <laughs> oh, the, the, old, the old I said so defense, huh? Don't talk back to me. How dare you br- wow. bring up the truth in my face? Exactly. Put it this way. <laughs> if you do meet Taylor Swift, you better not tell her. You better, I can't. You, there's no way. You may, not, you may have to only tell your wife, and that's it. That's it. If you meet Taylor Swift... Harrison cannot find that out when you're going to be there on Sunday night when the but Bills I, but, take but on I, But I'll be honest. Like, if I see it, hey, excuse me, Taylor, mm-hmm. Mrs. Swift, mm-hmm. you know, let me get a quick picture for my daughter. It's not for me. Okay, you know, that's cool. Hey, it's for my daughter. Let her know. Yeah. I, I got to show her. I got to yeah. show her. Yeah, I can't even imagine if you get a picture with her and you bring that back to Harrison. She, Ooh, she, she going to freak out. She'll be daddy's little girl for the rest yes, of her life. Would. One of our other favorites is Easy e Eric in New York. Eric, which quarterback has the most on the line this week in the NFL playoffs and why? How you doing, guys? Great show as always. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Um, Freddie, I got to agree with you. It's got to be Lamar because everything is lined up for him in terms of home, home field and everything. But here's the other thing. Just like Louis Riddick said earlier, um, Lamar has looked at differently. And he's had to overcome so much, including the fact that they wanted him to change positions into a wide receiver, running back or whatever, you know. So from that standpoint, definitely on Lamar. Let me say something else, too. Is that Devin, the Giant fan? Devin Kane is a massive Giant fan. I and Shannon Penn. And Shannon Penn. So, Our two producers are massive Giant fans, EZE. Okay, and so am I. Do not worry about that playoff, that, that regular season game with Jonathan Starr and Jackson. The game that bothered me the most was the one in 2009 you know, the playoff, the division playoff game. Because that was the year the Giants were rolling. And all of a sudden, the Paxable, Paxable Barrett, Barrett incident happened with the gun. Oh, the yeah. team was never the same. And then we lost to the Eagles, and we had a chance to go back-to-back. We, we would have had Kurt Warner and the Cardinals coming into our field. But we lost that game. So don't even worry about that, man. <laughs> If the plexigal burst, if that incident didn't happen, the Giants yeah. were rolling. Yeah, they, he rolling. certainly got all three of you guys right. I remember that back in 2009. They had 
everything going for them and something like that, that distraction, the media attention, everything, to Devin's point and to Eric's point, they were not the same team. And that team rolled over themselves more than anything else. But that was the 2008 season, 2009 playoffs, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, because yes, that was my rookie year because I remember Deshaun them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I believe they hosted the Arizona Cardinals. In, the, in that game. And Larry mm-hmm. Fitzgerald and Kurt Warner, they won that game. And that's when they lost the Super Bowl to the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers. Yeah. Yep. But it's still one of the greatest Super Bowls that people still don't talk about enough, sure enough, in my opinion. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, that throwing the back of the end zone, San Antonio Holmes, that's one of the all-time great Super Bowl passes in the history of that event. Over two dudes in the back of the end zone, people don't talk about that throw enough. One of the great throws in the history of the NFL. Ben Roethlisberger, that winning touchdown pass in the Super Bowl for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You're talking about Arizona. that Super Bowl that was in Tampa? That's back when uh, I was single. You want to share, the, you wanna share the class I, or keep it to yourself? Oh, I was there. I'm, I not, was talking about, I'm not talking about Super Bowl at all. I'm Love Friday. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about on Love Friday. You and Tampa had nothing to do with football. The Lord has saved uh, me. Yeah, now, now back to the Lord. From now. my demons. Now we're back to the Lord now, once again. <laughs> speaking of the Lord and <laughs> speaking of the Lord and everybody needing a little faith when it comes to college basketball, action tomorrow as Texas will take on Baylor. Cards begins at eleven thirty Eastern time on ESPN radio and the ESPN app. We go against our ESPN radio family when it comes to the pick'em challenge. And in other news, why did Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders matter the Green Bay Packers? This is ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. What's going on, Billy Paul? We got a thing going on. Freddie (laughs) Freddie and Harry love Friday. With Harry Duggs in the background doing background vocals and Freddie Coleman just doing the harmony here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. It's time for a little family affair, but it's sort of like a family, we don't like you affair, but it's only for one day a week, courtesy of... This is a challenge. Challenge. This is ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. So the playoffs are happening right now, and right now we're two games behind with everybody else. On Sportsmanlike, they're 3-3. Three and three. We're three and three. Gain our Q Myers, he's three and three. Greeny three and three. Carla versus Joe, they're four and two. And Amber and Ian, those bums are five and <laughs> one. How did that happen involving Amber and Ian being in first place? We gotta try to rectify that. Part of the ESPN radio pick'em challenge. NFL playoff style. We start with the first game of the weekend. The Houston Texans at the Baltimore Ravens. Now the room always wins. This game at four thirty Eastern time on ESPN, ABC, and ESPN Plus. Ravens a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Harry Douglas, what you got to say about that? I like them. I like the Baltimore Ravens at nine-and-a-half. I've seen the Baltimore Ravens Ravens throttle the San Francisco 49ers, throttle the Detroit Lions, Uh went in their losses, beat themselves. Mm -hmm. I like nine-and-a-half for Baltimore. Show out, Lamar, show out. Okay, Devin King, what about you? Kudo, I like it. Okay. Shannon Penn, what about you? Nine and a half is a lot. Oh, yeah. yes, it is. Oh, Shannon. it's a yeah. lot. Yeah. But I can take it. Let's go Lamar Jackson whoa, whoa, and the Ravens. The? I'm the same way. I think the Ravens win by more than nine and Pause, a half. Pause, so my brother. We were all four in agreement what on that. What in the hell? Yeah. I sidestepped that thing immediately because I knew what that, what that was going to sound like. The Green Bay Packers at the San Francisco 49ers. Speaking of nine and a half, the Packers are nine and a half points. 
Underdog against the San Francisco 49ers. Had a little sneeze attack there. So the 49ers, nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Shannon Penn, where do you stand on that one? Yeah, I'm going to go with you guys since you're laughing. I mean, if I did nine-and-a-half once, I'll do it again. <laughs> Give me the nine-and-a-half. That boy on his, that uh, his thought behavior, man. Devin Kane, what about you? Give, give me the Packers, man. Okay. Harry Douglas, what about you? Give me the Packers. Okay, give me the Packers. I, I think the Packers will cover as well. I think the Packers don't lose. The, they don't win the game. But I can see them covering that nine and a half as well. I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers. As a matter of fact, Cowboys cheerleaders mad at the Green Bay Packers because they said every time they scored a touchdown, they got right in the face of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, and they felt that was disrespectful. I don't know what they said, but if I'm next to a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, I might get a little closer to that as well. So I clearly understand exactly where that came from. Hopefully they weren't being disrespectful. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Detroit Lions. Lions are six-and-a-half-point favorite playing another playoff game at home in Detroit versus Tampa Bay. That game, the first one on Sunday. Harry Douglas, what do you say? I'm going to Detroit Lions. I like the six-and-a-half. I, I think this matchup is going to be lopsided at some point. Right. So I'm going Detroit here. All right, Devin King, what about you? Give me the give me the box and the points. All right, so one and one, Shannon Penn. Yeah, six and a half, a little more manageable for me. All right, give me the box. <laughs> Are you taking the Buccaneers? All right, I'm taking the Detroit Lions. So we need Kevin Winters our tiebreaker. Kevin, what you say? Bucks money line. Okay, all right. So the Buccaneers the money room, line. The room, oh, the room wins. Okay, so he said the Bucks will cover and also part of the money line, which brings to the big game of the weekend. The Kansas City Chiefs at the Buffalo Bills. Now Scott in Northern Carolina, Northern California, hits on Twitter saying we're killing it tonight as usual. But he's a little worried, Harry, about you meeting Taylor Swift though, because you're going to be in that game on Sunday night between the Chiefs and the Bills. Bills the two and a half point favorite. Shannon Penn. What do you say? Uh, two and a half bills. Give me that. All right. I mean, give you that what? Are you taking the bills? Give me the that Chiefs? two and a half. Are the bills? Are the bills or the Chiefs? Oh, the bills. Thank you. Come on. I'm taking Chiefs. You're taking the Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs as well. I'm taking the Chiefs as well. You know, Love you, Christine. Yeah, that, that got Christine Lee's not here to hear that. We would never get another baked treat from her ever again. <laughs> Amber and Ian comes your way next for Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. This is Freddie Harry on the mighty ESPN Radio. Take care. God bless and keep going. <coughs> Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry podcast.